0: listening to the ink tales podcast a show where i go out in the city meet new people and get the stories behind their tattoos i'm tenoch come join me on my journey hi and welcome to another episode of the ink tales podcast today i have a guest emily
1: hello
0: thank you for being on the podcast
1: thanks for having
0: me oh of course um why don't you introduce yourself for everybody
1: So, my name is Emily. I am 24 years old. I am from Beverly, Massachusetts, where I still reside, and I am a competitive weightlifter and powerlifter.
0: Okay, great. So, I know Emily from the gym that we go to, Architect Fitness. Uh, I met you, what, like a year ago, maybe?
1: Yeah, around there, probably.
0: Okay. So, why don't you tell us a little bit of the difference between powerlifting and weightlifting?
1: So, powerlifting is three lifts, the squat, bench, and deadlift. And it's, you still have to have good technique, but weightlifting is way more technical. It's the two, it's two lifts: the snatch and the clean and jerk. And I'm newer to weightlifting. Um, powerlifting is pretty much just brute strength and weightlifting. You have to have a lot more finesse, I would say.
0: Okay. So do you have a preference between the two? Like, do you like one more than the other?
1: So my background is in powerlifting. I've been powerlifting for six years now. So of course I have a deep love for it, but yeah, I really loved learning how to weightlifting, or how to weightlift, just because it's so technical. You have to think so much more about it. But my love will probably be with powerlifting, unless I get really good at weightlifting, then we'll see. I'm
0: like, I've seen you lift. You definitely have a lot of potential. <laughs> Thank you. I've never seen you powerlifting in a meet, mm-hmm. you know. But from what I've seen at the gym, very impressive. Oh, you're welcome.
1: I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing.
0: We all feel that way every once yeah. in a while. We all have those thoughts of like, am I good enough? Like, do I really know anything? But yeah, definitely see potential. Thank
1: you.
0: You're welcome. So um, between the two, which one do you have more fun with? Hmm. Like, I know, like the for me, like when I do Olympic weightlifting, I try to have as much fun as possible because it is very demanding on your, I would say, on your brain because there's a lot of coordination there could be a lot of stress in, you know going into it because there's, especially in the snatch, it's a blind catch, right? You don't right. see it. You can't really make adjustments. It's over your head. And if you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, you miss. And that can be really stressful. But I'm also really laid back and really, I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> if I miss it, whatever.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So one of my favorite things about weightlifting actually is that you can miss and do it again. You can do it multiple times and maybe you'll make it. With powerlifting, once you miss, you're pretty much done. Um, so, I don't know. I would say...
0: Okay, wait. What do you mean once you miss,
1: you're pretty much done? So, if you miss a lift on powerlifting, it's because you're not strong enough to do it. Or you misgrooved. but it takes all your energy to miss on powerlifting. Whereas with weightlifting, you can have a technical miss, but still have the strength to do it, so you can try again. Okay. And you still have enough, like, gas in the tank to do
0: Right. It. Okay. Wait, what was your original question? No, that was... I wanted to know, the, like, the difference between and, like... What you meant by that. So that's a good explanation. (laughs) Because, like I said, for me, I don't really have a background or I've never done powerlifting. I know what it is. Yeah. You know, because I used to own a a gym. So I I have no idea, but I've never done it. So that's why I wanted to know when you said, pretty much when you miss, you're kind of done. Yeah.
1: But I think with powerlifting, doing like heavy singles is really fun. Like it's so exciting. There's so much adrenaline. But with volume work, I think weightlifting is more fun. Just because you're, it's such a like a learning experience. I yeah. didn't know you used
0: to own a gym. Yeah, I used to own a gym back in Illinois. Oh, good to know. Yeah, so you know I have an extensive background in that, but it's kind of nice to be uh, to being coached.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's kind of a nice break. Yeah. So that's why you you're sitting here in front of me now because now <laughs> I have a podcast. Here
1: we go. Yeah.
0: So uh, that's a good background. It's good to know. So that kind of gives us an idea of who you are. Uh, now I want to get into it. I know that you don't have a lot of tattoos. Uh, you know, I photographed the, the one that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm definitely curious on the story behind that tattoo.
1: So I do want more tattoos, but I'm a very indecisive person. So I haven't been able to commit to something I really want, except for this one small tattoo that I was able to easily commit to because it's on my ankle and... I feel like it's not like very much of a statement piece.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, it could be, right? I saw it. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody what it is.
1: Okay. So it's probably an inch or two on my left ankle on the inside. And it's just the numbers 229. Um, 229. Yeah. We'll go through some backstory. (laughs) We definitely want to get
0: into the backstory (laughs) of that.
1: So, When did you get that? I, okay, so I got it my sophomore year of college, but it actually relates to my high school friend group. Okay. So will take us back to high school.
0: Do you um, take us back?
1: Freshman year, all, most of my friends were in the chorus, and I only did chorus because my older brother did it, and two of my close friends did it. And every year, the chorus, um, well, the music department goes on a music trip, and... This year we went to Chicago. So you're sitting on a bus. My from- hometown. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting on a bus from Massachusetts to Chicago. And throughout this trip, you spend a lot of time on the bus. And we, there was a group of eight of us in the back of the bus. And we became fast friends. And we just developed this friend group. And we're still best friends to this day. Like some of my closest or probably my closest friends. So there were eight of us. And we came up with a name for ourselves called The 8%. Everyone in high school knew us as The 8%.
0: <laughs> okay. Did you come up with that? Or who in your group came up mm. with The 8%? And what's the meaning behind that? So,
1: so the meaning behind it is a lot of the older brothers in my friend group um, were also in the same age. And they had a band called The 8%. <laughs> and there were eight of us. So we decided to use their retired band name for our group name
0: okay that's mm-hmm. a, that's a good backstory what kind of music was it
1: honestly i have no <laughs> idea
0: <laughs> okay so you're known as the eight mm-hmm. percent
1: so we're known as eight percent and we were kind of like a, we were a big presence i guess because we had we started partying a little sooner than the other people in our grade uh, and
0: wait and you said the choir group right
1: yeah, so so it's kind. It was a kind of a funny dynamic in my high school because the music department was half like nerds, no offense, and half like druggies, sort of. So our the older brothers they were kind of like druggies, to be honest. So we weren't we weren't druggies. I would not say that, but we started smoking weed a little bit sophomore year, drinking drinking a little bit sophomore year sooner than everyone else. So people would kind of like. You know, talk about us a little bit here and there. But the places that we all used to have parties at and hang out at every single weekend was my friend's house, 229 Ocean Street.
0: Okay. Now it's it's coming together. It's
1: coming together. Yes. So um, that was a spot. Whenever we had parties, we would just say, come to 229 Ocean Street. So we'd say that pretty frequently. Um And it just became like our home base, 229 Ocean Street. And originally, when we threw around the idea of getting a tattoo together, I wanted to get 8%.
0: I was going to ask you that. Why not
1: 8%? Yeah, so uh, still unknown to me why we didn't just get 8%. But one day, three of my friends just went to a tattoo shop and got 229. So that was decided for us, which I ended up being fine with. Um, But I didn't get it at the same time as them. They got it, I want to say, freshman year of college and I didn't want to pay for it. Okay, so. so, wait, let's let's touch on that. Okay. So,
0: how expensive was this 229 tattoo?
1: Well, the secret is I did it myself.
0: <laughs> okay, so I saw this tattoo.
1: And it's horrible.
0: I'm not saying it's horrible. No, it is. I just want to find, how, what did you do? Look in the mirror? Like, walk us through. Okay. Put us in the mindset of Emily and, like, I'm going to do this on my own because I don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And how did you research, let's do a prison tattoo on myself? Because basically that's what you did. <laughs> yes,
1: correct. So sophomore year of college, I had just moved in. Like it was a few few weeks into school and I had a roommate who I had only met a couple times before. So I wasn't super familiar with her, but I really liked her so far. And on, we lived on the first floor and there was a big group of people on the third floor. And they were my friends that I hung out with most of the time. And they were like, oh, we're going to do stick and poke tattoos on the third floor. (laughs) And I'm not a very impulsive person, to be honest. But I was like, you know what? This is my chance. Why not do it right now? So I took my roommate and I was, well, I asked her, I was like, do you want to go do a stick and poke tattoo? And she said yes. And she did one too. So it was a big bonding moment for both of us. So we used India ink and you take a pencil and a needle. And you duct tape the needle to the pencil on the eraser side. And then you wrap it with string really tight so it doesn't move. Okay. And then you dip it in the india ink. And then you basically just stab yourself. I think I outlined it with pen on my, or maybe I didn't even outline it. I don't know. Freehand. (laughs) Yeah, freehand. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just poking myself with a needle. And it actually really hurt. My first pass through, I was like feeling a little faint. And you got to (laughs) really go in with it because you're not getting much ink. In each like poke. So it was painful to be honest and it's really poorly done. But I love it.
0: Well, obviously it seems like you have zero regrets for that tattoo. Yeah, no,
1: I think it's great. It's no, like I, a fun story. It's
0: a great story. That's why we're sitting here, right? Exactly. <laughs> so did you have any concerns like going into it? Like, uh am I gonna get anything from this? It's
1: like how much is it gonna
0: <laughs> hurt? Like, is it gonna get infected?
1: Honestly, no. I was just—I'm usually a very researched person about decisions, but this—I was just—I had no worries about it. I was like, "I'm just going to do this, and it'll be fine." And the funny thing is, I didn't do any tattoo aftercare. I didn't like—I didn't even know you're supposed to do that. <laughs> put lotion on it, whatever. Vastly, I don't even know. So I just free—I just went for it, and then I okay. just put were, my sock back. Were along. you drinking? No, I was So, so it was
0: basically just a fuck it moment, like I'm going to do it.
1: Yes, it was a fuck it moment. It was like on a week, like a Saturday afternoon.
0: That's college, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yes, that was part of the thing. I was like, this is so college. Why not?
0: So how long have you had that now?
1: So it's been four
0: years. Okay. Now. So four years since you did your own tattoo. Have you had thoughts of getting something else? I know you said you're not a very impulsive person, but... What kind of thoughts have you had of what you want to get, where you want to get it? Do you have any idea of that?
1: Yeah, so I've had a lot of different ideas over the years, but none have stuck with me. But I think one that I actually definitely want to get, my brother is an artist, so I want him to design it, but um, playing cards, like just playing card games is really big in my family, Okay, and we always play cards when we go up to Vermont where my grandma lives. So I would love to get... A playing card, and it's the Queen card, and it's themed about Caspian Lake, which is where my grandma lives in Vermont, and where we have a little cabin, and my brother was thinking about designing some playing cards and getting them printed, so I was like, oh, this is perfect. He can design me a beautiful lake-themed playing card, the Queen, which would represent my grandma, and get it on my ribs.
0: Okay, so what's kept you from doing it?
1: He hasn't designed it yet. I keep asking him Okay. So we're
0: blaming it on your brother now.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I asked him for my birthday, which is September 24th. And this is October 22nd. I asked him for my birthday and he still hasn't done it. So
0: so if you can get that tomorrow, how soon are you in the chair getting
1: that? If I love the design, I would get it soon like before the end of the year.
0: Well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah,
1: maybe I can come back on. Oh, we'll definitely
0: have you back on. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like, we're getting a preview of the story behind it. Yeah, true. But I would definitely like to sit down with you and find out more of, uh, you know, the mindset going in, like how much did it hurt? Like, How much do you love it? You know, and then obviously the meaning behind it once it's actually on you, mm-hmm. you know, because it's one thing to think about it. It's another thing once it's on your body permanently and what that means to you. Obviously, the, the 229 has... Um, a lot of meaning it and it's a it's a great story i yeah. really love it uh it's one of those kind of like you know uh feel good stories of you know childhood like oh man i just did something and it doesn't have like a um, an aura of regret right because you have it in an area where if like you said it's not the best looking tattoo so it's not visible all the time
1: yes exactly
0: but it has a great story.
1: Yeah, that's like if anyone catches a glimpse of it or whatever, then, and they ask me about it, then I have a good story to tell. But it's not like being broadcasted out, look at my terrible tattoo.
0: Right. It's not like, you know, like you obviously tattoos are subjective, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody has their own opinion of what they look like. But we all know there's some pretty terrible tattoos out there. That's and I'm true. not talking just on design. I'm talking execution. Yeah. Like they just look really yeah. bad.
1: That's what I don't want.
0: And they're in areas where, like, no matter what you do, you can't hide that. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: So, like I said, yours is in that like nice area where you can hide it if you felt ashamed of it. But I don't feel I don't I don't get that from you. I think you're really proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you ever consider touching it up and making it look a little bit more uh, glamorous? I would say.
1: Well, I was actually. Last, I hadn't looked at it in a while just because, I don't know, you don't typically stare at your ankles very much. But I was looking at it last night, and I was like, maybe I should just touch it up right now. But
0: I did not <laughs> On your own. Yeah.
1: I still have the India ink. But I don't know, maybe. I mean, maybe after I get some other tattoos and I have a person that I like to, to go to, then they could help me design it a little better.
0: Do you have an idea of who you would go to around here if you Absolutely had that design? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, you know, speaking from experience, I think what you, part of getting a tattoo is, you know, obviously that exploration of who you are and expressing, you know, what you want to express to the world through ink. But finding an artist that you connect with is super important because once you find that person, like, you feel like your art can get elevated because they understand your vision, right? When you go to someone else and they don't understand your vision, I think even if they're a great artist, I wouldn't use them because they don't get what you're trying to portray. Uh, So I feel like, you know, once you find that person, you know, I can definitely see you getting that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely look forward to seeing that, uh, you know, taking some pictures of it and putting it up. But you guys will be able to see Emily's awesome tattoo, you know, on my Instagram page, Inktailed Podcast. So take a look at that. Um, Why don't you tell everybody your uh, Instagram page where they can see some of your, uh, you know, amazing lifts and power lifts?
1: My Instagram is m powerlifts E-M powerlifts, and I don't post too much, but I've been meaning to post more, so hopefully by the time this airs, I'll have some new posts.
0: And when do you plan to compete again? So everybody knows maybe they can, uh, you know... Anticipate? Yeah, anticipate. <laughs> I we can... am
1: competing December 11th, so it's a Sunday. It's coming up. I think I'm six weeks out, which is pretty crazy. It'll be my first meet back since I was injured so injured yeah mm-hmm. that's a whole nother story. Right? <laughs>
0: but i hopefully i will be there and I, i'll uh be taking pictures of you
1: perfect so thanks for having me
0: oh no problem it was uh it was a wonderful story i'm glad i got to sit down and you know talk about it you know like we know each other from the gym but getting to know these stories you know i feel like you get to know someone on a completely different level so it's definitely a pleasure sitting down with you uh you know i thank you and hopefully we can do this again when you get your new one
1: good thank you all right
0: thank you thanks for joining me this week for another episode don't forget to follow us on instagram at the ink tales podcast and their website at inktailspodcast.com where you can see photos of all our guests and their tattoos please subscribe to the show to hear more fun stories from exciting guests who knows it might be you